It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. You couple the COVID pandemic lockdowns and restrictions with the increasing use of screens and parents being busier. You bring all these factors together and more pressure on schooling and academics. And so that's why we're putting on this summer, this Raising Resilient Kids Summer. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. I've got this feeling, Kylie, I've got a bit of an inkling that this week is going to go really fast and end in a whole lot of fun. What do you know that I don't know? I know that it's our wedding anniversary in a week from today and we're going away this weekend. And you don't know where. I have no idea. (laughs) So we've got this deal uh, that I plan the wedding anniversaries. I mean, it hasn't ever been formalised, but this is kind of how it plays out. I'm not that into Valentine's Day. I didn't even get you a flower on Valentine's Day. Just You did such a beautiful job of making me feel special on Valentine's Day. But do you know... I, I wrote all of those I love yous on yeah, the photos. Right. And I just found a few extras oh, you, that I'd written. <laughs> you forgot to put them all up. And do you know what my favourite one was? Uh, you love me because I'm me? No. Why do you love me? I love that you trust me with your credit card. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. There's some stories we could tell about that, but not in today's <laughs> podcast. Uh, so, But we've got this informal thing where I love to spoil you on our wedding anniversary, and, and I, I tend to. But this is a big one. This is a really big one. 25 years. For the last few weeks, every Friday, you've been allowed to ask me one question. One question about what's going to happen on our anniversary. You know it's going to be a big surprise. Since Valentine's Day, you've been asking questions. And so far, what do you know? Well, the first one that was the most important was that we were celebrating alone. Yeah, that's right. There's not going to be any children. None. I mean, we love our kids, but... And the second one was that we were going to be going away. We were actually having away time. Yes. And we live on the Sunshine Coast, so you were pretty well convinced that we're going to Montville, Mullaney, something like that. Yeah. The hinterland. Which I love. Yeah, absolutely. And then I asked whether or not we were catching an aeroplane. Yes. I think you said, are we going overseas? No, I asked if we were catching an aeroplane. I thought you said overseas because I I had to fudge and get all funny about it because – well, I mean, I said Tasmania could be overseas because we're going over the no, sea. No, I asked if we were catching an aeroplane. Right. And then once you uh, said yes, I then asked if we were going overseas. Uh, which, yeah, so you cheated. You asked two questions on the one day. You answered. I did. <laughs> that's right. So that's as much as you know. No. Oh, no, because you've asked because one more I question. Because then I asked another question. Yeah. Did I need a passport? Yes. And you acknowledged that I did. So we're definitely not going to Tasmania. Right. But then I also asked... You've been sneaking extra questions in because you've only had four weeks to ask questions. If we'd ever been there before. Yeah. And you said no. Correct. And I asked if if we'd talked about going there. Have I been that generous in my answers? Maybe. Okay. So what's your pick? Where do you think we're going? (laughs) (laughs) What what are your top three picks? Well, it can't be Bali. It can't be Fiji. It has to be somewhere close because we're only going away for a few days. Okay. So, you know that my inspiration for this was a Mr. Beast YouTube video where he approached some guy on a university campus and said, if I give you $300, will you fly to Paris, fly to France and, and bring me some baguettes? And you also know that if I'm stuck on an airplane for two of the three days we're gone, that you are going to be dead meat. I can't believe you said that. Oh, my goodness. What if it's really good when we get um, there? After everything you know about me, yes, I don't care where we're going, <laughs> yeah. just as long as it's you and me, yeah, alone. Uh huh. <laughs> right. Well, alone. Did you get it? Yeah, I got it. I got it. You, you'll find out on Friday when we get to the airport. 
uh, our Happy Families listeners will find out. What do I have to pack? Next week. I'll tell you on Thursday night when we're packing. No, you can't do that. What if I need to get something? <laughs> you don't need to get anything. How do you know? I just believe that you don't need to get anything. We, we have a podcast. Oh, I also know that mm. we have unstructured time. Well, yeah, that's true. Except for one something. Yes. Yeah, we have one specific activity planned. Well, I have one specific activity planned for us. Uh, we have a podcast to get on I with. Do too. Now- <laughs> I've been really trying, baby. I'm going to let that one fly. Uh, we have a podcast to get on to. Today, I want to talk about an upcoming summit every six months or so at happyfamilies.com.au. We have been running amazing summits the Misconnection Summit, the Bringing Up Boys Summit, the Little People Big Feelings Summit, the how to help your family not be a hot mess summit. And we've had just thousands and thousands of people who have been able to take advantage of these summits, make their families happier. We've got a summit coming up. Just launched the details in the last couple of days at happyfamilies.com.au and at our Facebook page. And I'm going to be honest, today's podcast is a bit of an advertorial for the summit because it matters so much. Now, as you know, we give away as much information as we can for free, but our summits are an absolute premium product. And so they do attract a fee, uh, and I want to tell you about our next summit. It's going to be called Raising Resilient Kids, The Summit. The Summit. The Summit. <laughs> I feel like we need some dun, 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 dun. big music. Yeah, yes. so Raising Resilient Kids, The Summit, it happens on the 30th of March. So resilience is this... That's a buzzword. It's a real buzzword. Yeah, and it has been for, I reckon, 10, 15 years now. So why is it such a hot topic, especially now? Can I share some science, some old science, and then bring that into right now to answer your question? Years and years and years ago, in the mid-1950s, an American sociologist by the name of Emmy Warner received funding to go into a, a fairly impoverished, underprivileged, and challenged community on the Hawaiian island of Kauai and research follow literally every child that was born in that year. I think it was either 1955 or 1956 from memory. Follow every single child born that year across the first 10 years of life to see what makes kids, why these kids were struggling. Now, they were born into a community, bearing in mind it's the 1950s, right? So we're, we're dealing with intergenerational poverty in this community. There's intergenerational alcohol and drug use and abuse. There's intergenerational imprisonment. Uh, people aren't finishing school. They're dropping out early. There's uh, kids getting pregnant in their teens. Uh, you name it, the intergenerational challenges were enormous in this particular place. And so she wanted to find out what was going on, why there were so many challenges. And this 10-year grant that she received was designed to figure it out. But at the end of 10 years, they still didn't have enough answers and she got funding for another 10. And then subsequently, she received more funding and more funding until 40 years later in the mid-1990s, she finally wrapped up the study. Speaking with teachers and parents and church leaders and uh, people in the community, neighbours, the parents, the aunties, the uncles, the the grandparents, the kids themselves as they move through childhood and into adulthood. I mean, this was a comprehensive quantitative and qualitative study. There's surveys, there's questionnaires, there's interviews, there's all kinds of measures. And what Emmy Werner found was that about two-thirds of the kids repeated all the non-resilient behaviours that they'd been taught as they were growing up. They also dropped out of school early. They had emotional and behavior regulation challenges. They were inclined towards alcohol and drugs. They ended up in prison or pregnant. They, they had hard lives. But one third didn't. 
one third thrived. They were resilient. They grew in the face of that adversity rather than struggled in the face of that adversity. They finished high school. They got good jobs. They held down strong relationships. They ended up married with kids. And when Werner, after 40 years, sat down with her team and said, what's going on with this one-third of kids, this 220-ish kids? They seem to have bucked the trend. Why are they so special? And ultimately, as they went through the data, there were four central factors that contributed to these kids' resilient outcomes. But the number one outcome ultimately was that they had one single adult in their lives who was absolutely there for them, completely cared for them, and made life safe. So Werner's research and that of others who have done similar studies has really underpinned this idea that our kids to be resilient, they need to have great relationships. Like resilience and happiness ultimately come down to loving relationships, full stop, end of story. But in those communities, a lot of the time, in, in these families, these kids didn't have a parent that could be that one caring adult. They were talking about um, aunties and uncles, school teachers, church leaders, sports coaches. It was those people who were that rock for those kids when things were tough. Now, that's, that's the first part of my answer. The second part to your question is, why is resilience such a big deal right now? And the answer to that is, as we look at the data over the last several decades, we're seeing a con- continued decline in well-being and a continued decline in resilience when it comes to our kids. Here in Australia, as well as overseas, we're seeing among teenagers uh, suicidal ideation and even suicide attempts are at some of the highest levels that they've ever been in history. These issues are growing. Australian data tells us that more kids are hospitalised for attempts on their own lives now than pretty much ever before. And this is something that's been growing over the last decade or so. It's getting worse and worse. Fortunately, most kids aren't successful. Whereas in the United States, success at this is, is unfortunately quite high. I think it's because we have different gun laws, different access to, to violent ways of ending life, which is just so, so devastating, so sad, so tragic. But ultimately, the resilience conversation is at the fore right now because we've got this confluence of factors. We're coming out of the COVID pandemic with all of these lockdowns and all of these draconian measures. And we've got now good reports that are highlighting that the governments may have overstepped a little bit with some of what they did. Obviously, they were doing the best that they could with what they knew. but Data is suggesting that it wasn't the best thing, but it's had a huge impact on our kids. You couple the COVID pandemic lockdowns and restrictions with the increasing use of screens and parents being busier and families not literally, I mean, the data's there. Families are not as strong as they used to be. Kids need strong families. You bring all these factors together and more pressure on schooling and academics and kids are struggling under the weight of it. Anxiety is at record levels, depression is at record levels. And like I said, uh, much more drastic and concerning things uh, as well are at very, very high levels. And so that's why we're putting on this summit, this resilient, Raising Resilient Kids Summit, because we, we need to make sure that our kids are okay. Well, you've got an awesome lineup yeah. of professionals in their fields to share with parents. Yeah, this. really smart, experienced people. Who's on your list? Okay, uh, number one, Maggie Dent. Uh, everybody, I mean, anyone who has ever read anything about parenting in Australia loves to hear from Maggie, and she's going to be talking about 10 resilience building blocks. She's a dynamo when she talks about this topic, and everybody's going to be stoked to hear what she has. I just know it. I know it. It's, it's going to be a great conversation because it always is with Maggie. Uh, somebody else that I've got coming in that a lot of people might not have heard of, but this guy knows his stuff like no one else. There's a guy uh, 
based out of Harvard Medical School. His name is Dr. Robert Brooks. Bob Brooks has literally written the book about resilience. He's from Harvard, for goodness sakes, and, and he knows his stuff. Also, literally the nicest guy you might ever listen to or talk to or meet. He's just such a great guy. And Bob, Dr. Robert Brooks from Harvard is going to be joining us to talk about resilience and everything that uh, the Harvard researchers over the last 10 decades have discovered, over the last 100 years about resilience. Just, I'm so excited for that. Uh, you might have heard of Dr. Laura Markham. She has a website called AHA Parenting, and she's all over Facebook. She does such a beautiful job. She's going to be talking about calm parents, happy kids. Laura Markham is just, I, I don't know how to say it other than she's just a delight. She's so wise. She's so compassionate and gentle and good, and her ideas, I know, are going to make a big difference. I mean, these are, these are three enormously influential, powerful people to talk about this straight away. Um, next up... I've got Alfie Cohn, who's been on our podcast a number of times. Alfie has written so many books, and, and his, he's always polarizing. He's always provocative. He's always got these ideas, and we've been talking ahead of time about what he's going to discuss in this summit, and it's going to shake people in really thought-provoking, positive ways, getting us to think about what resilience really is and whether we're even going about building resilience, raising resilience the right way. Alfie's just – he's awesome. So he's such an intellectual, but he's just so captivating. Yes. When I listen to him, I'm just, I'm, I'm, he draws me in in spite of his academic nature. Yeah. He really, because, because his thoughts are so pulverizing. Po- po- pulverizing. Polarizing. Polarizing. Provocative. Yeah. Provocative. Mm, yeah, for sure. And they really make me think. So Maggie Dent. Robert Brooks, Laura Markham, Alfie Cohn, and a New York Times bestselling author, Jessica Lay. She wrote a book called The Gift of Failure. I mean, what a perfect book. What a perfect conversation to have when we're talking about raising resilient kids. Is that it? Oh, no, no, no. There's more. There's, there's actually quite a bit more. Uh, so there'll be 10. There'll be 10 speakers in total, including me. Okay, so we've also got uh, a guy who in the early 2000s was voted as Australian's, Australia's Comedian of the Year. His name is Marty Wilson. He's a friend of mine from here on the Sunshine Coast. Funny guy. Um, but these- Okay, so hang on a sec. You've got all these heavy hitters and now you've got Marty Wilson. What's he bringing to the... Okay, so can you think of any career that you could choose that could be harder and require more resilience than being a stand-up comedian? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, this guy has got resilience lessons up the wazoo, whatever the wazoo is. My dad used to say that. I don't know why I just said that. He's got – like, this guy's got resilience stories because you cannot be a stand-up comedian and not be resilient. Like, when you stand up in front of an audience and you tell a joke and it bombs, it's like – we, re- we have a stand-up comedian in our house. We, we have several. <laughs> we have several. Are you talking about me or somebody else? <laughs> no, the eight-year-old who's dying to be a stand-up comedian. Who else have we got? Uh, thanks for asking, Kylie. Uh, we've got a guy called James Anderson. He's been on the podcast a couple of times. Really bright guy. Super intelligent. He talks about growth mindsets and the idea of resilience around uh, growth mindsets in ways that I think even Carol Dweck would be jealous of. Really smart. Really switched on. And he's going to be talking about resilience in learning, what he calls the gift of learnership, the skill of learning. You know how some kids are like, oh, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. And they, they shy away. He's going to be talking about what we can do to move kids to towards learning rather than away from it when it's hard. So that's going to be a great conversation. Uh, we've got Yasmin London talking about kids and screens. Yasmin uh, runs an organization called YSafe and is just 
fabulous on this and resilience and screens like these are two topics that go hand in hand and uh, last but not least michael mcqueen michael mcqueen is literally one of australia's most in-demand keynote speakers the guy I, i i'm good friends with him and i follow him on facebook and he literally is in different states for different talks on the same day sometimes overseas and in australia on the same day like he gives keynotes galore and he has very generously agreed to spend some time with me talking about post-covid kids because he, he he's i guess you'd call him a futurist and i want to talk to him about the future of well-being the future of resilience the future of education the future of what our kids what are our kids lives going to be like based on what the trends are saying so i mean rock solid the the best summit we've ever put on and i know there's a whole lot of, of advertorial here for people who listen to the podcast but I mean, i've already given a really big take home at the start with the conversation about emmy Werner and one caring adult but you can see why i'm so excited about this summit it's going to be so good and we're going to do something really different something we've never done before with one of our summits we know that people don't actually want to stop everything drop everything and give up an entire day so that they can sit in front of a screen and listen to 10 talks and so we're going to give you the facility to watch it where, when, and how you want. In fact, we're going to get it behind a, a podcast paywall as well so that if you buy the summit, you don't even have to watch it at all. You can just download it and listen to each of the conversations. Now you're talking my language. On podcast because a lot of people, they, like who's really got time to sit in front of a screen? We're also going to do highlights reels. So if you don't want to watch the whole thing, you'll be able to just watch the, here's the 10 or 15 minute highlight of the 45 That's to 50 minutes. such a minute. smart idea. Yeah, or of course you can watch it live. You'll have access to it for however long because we don't want you to have to watch it on the day. So this is really a summit to to meet the needs of time poor parents who want answers in ways that work for them. I'm, I'm super excited about it. So if we get to the nitty-gritty of things, yes. how do I get involved? How do I Yeah, so all the details are at happyfamilies.com.au or at our Facebook page, Dr. Justin Coulson's Happy Families. The summit is normally $199, but the early bird special is $149. $149. You've got about another week to take advantage of that. So if I am doing the maths right, yep. are you telling me that to sit and listen to each one of these 10 people is pretty much – on the early bird, it's about fifteen bucks a head. Dollars, yeah, a talk. It's insanely cheap. It's, but that's because this matters so much. Like, we we have bills to pay, and and obviously, Happy Families ultimately has to be a commercially run thing so that we can pay our staff and so that we can. But but the, we invest into what we're doing and we give it away as cheap as we can because we want people to get access to this. Where else can I go and listen to this person, these people? No, no, you can't. $15. You, well, you can't even listen to them for $150. Like, and, and each of them is basically 15 bucks. Obviously, you can't buy them one at a time. You buy the, buy the whole summit. Uh, by, by the way, if you're a Happy Families member, you get 20% off. 20% off the full price and 20% off the early bird. So there, there's so much value. It's such a great summit. The Raising Resilient Kids Summit. It's happening really, really soon. The 30th, the 30th of this month, early bird finishes next Thursday, the 23rd, one week out from the summit. So, so if I'm not a Happy Families member... Jump onto happyfamilies.com.au, become a member. Uh, it's like 18 bucks a month. And, I mean, you're going to save 20% straight up. You, you get, you just get so much value out of it. Plus, you get the ongoing support, the ongoing monthly support as we do our best to help you make your family happier. Raising Resilient Kids, the summit. Please join us for it. It's on the 30th of March. All the details at our Facebook page, Dr. Justin Coulson's Happy Families or happyfamilies.com.au. 